0: I've got a lot of stuff going on in my room right
1: now. Is that Kim Jong <laughs> is that Kimmy J?
2: Yeah.
0: It, <clears throat> it says it says live, life, love, love.
2: Uh, fun fact that uh my old brigade is actually deployed in Korea right now. Huh. Would it be unsensitive to ask which one? Uh third brigade of the hundred and first airborne. I think you meant which. Oh Korea? I, meant, I meant which Korea. <laughs> oh. Uh <the> little <laughs> South Korea. Like, sure. they can only go to South Korea. Like, they can't really yeah. go into North Korea. I think Korea, if they were in North but... Korea, we
3: probably would have heard about. it.
2: <laughs> there would, yeah, there would be a bit more news news coverage of that. There'd be li- there'd be uh, no live
3: laugh-loving. <laughs>
2: Hello,
3: everybody. Welcome back to the ShiverCast. I'm your co-host, Canadian Moose. Next to me here, we have the evil redneck. Hey, how you doing? Down below me, we have Percival. Boy, howdy. And next to him, uh, we have Swagger. He's not looking too hot lately. Uh, looks to be... Uh, be fighting some sort of some sort of illness but he he's doing all right but he will be he will be a little bit quieter this episode you guys will notice that he probably won't uh, pipe up as much yeah. but uh, yeah. every so often he might chime in with a with an anecdote here or there and uh, down below me here is today's guest feature uh daniel my own brother he's uh chilling Woo. there with the iron maiden shirt let's Yay. give the boy a hand yeah daniel hands, canadian
2: right? <laughs> yeah
4: man.
3: dan the man uh known to, by by some feared by many uh many many hollowed halls out there in the League of Legends corridors where Dion spent one summer tearing it up in league. Always, always the healer. Always the healed. Healer never the healed.
4: <laughs>
3: Forever the damned. Uh I I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun with this episode because obviously I'm really excited to have my brother on and uh, kind of like a crash of two worlds here bringing like together my 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 best friends here along with my brother it's kind of it's kind of uh, like w- weird seeing everybody in the same circles but i think it's gonna be a lot of fun um, my brother's got a lot of a lot of fun stories and a lot of fun stuff to say he's a very interesting guy so i thought uh, it'd be perfect to get him out on the podcast and uh yeah i just thought that he would genuinely vibe with uh with the rest of the crew here swagger especially uh just because swagger's such a great listener as well mm-hmm. um so yeah i think uh maybe you neil, know, do you want to take a second to to maybe introduce yourself a little bit
4: sure
1: Hi, I'm Daniel. Uh, I'm Andrew's brother. Uh, I am this many years old in my Ph.D. Uh, I have to remind myself, uh, when I run out of fingers, I should be done. It's my way uh,
4: um,
1: Unless something goes wrong, in which case I finish early, I guess. And I get workers' comps. So yeah, I, I'm a fourth-year PhD student uh, at Harvard University. I'm studying um, human evolution, actually. So that skeleton got me really excited. <laughs> I study hind limb morphology uh, and sort of understanding how humans evolved to be bipedal, because like it's pretty unique that we walk on two legs. Um, dinosaurs, maybe birds, kangaroos are like the only exceptions, uh, but we're pretty unique in that respect.
3: Interesting, yeah, interesting. I so I think like, uh, I guess a, a good place to start then um, would be obviously you spent time at Harvard because that's where you're, you're getting your, your degree from. Um, but uh, some, of you, some of you guys in here don't know that you also spent some time at Rice University down in Texas, which is where Percival is. Uh, oh. If you maybe wanna, do you wanna go into a bit more of that?
1: My deepest apologies, Percival, for the weather, <laughs> <It was> shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not from Texas. I'm from like the opposite of Texas geographically yeah pretty far north uh i remember like i went i was going to a meeting uh like right off the plane so like as i went from the plane to the taxi to like the university i was completely drenched in sweat like i had to like change dress shirts twice oh yeah uh it was like pretty disgusting like all down i mean everywhere it was just like and that was like day one i went to i mean rice is in austin i think People need to tell yeah. me. I, I tell yeah, people I've been to Houston, and they're just like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's awesome. it's all the same." Probably not. And uh, the they're
0: like, they're like, you know, a couple of hundred miles apart, but like, also two. Uh, who, two who's hours, counting? Who cares?
1: Who's counting? I mean, it's Texas. It's so yeah. big. Two hours is like nothing.
0: The farthest you can drive in Texas is from uh, Texarkana, which is ironically on the border of Texas and Arkansas, and uh, El Paso. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right? <laughs> red you crazy just blew deep. red in mind, Cannon, right there. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, that's like a thirteen hour drive and it's one state uh from Wow. Yeah. It's crazy.
3: So I guess that that leads in pretty well to another question we have. Um You've lived in America for what, four four years now? Uh yes. So then I was about sorry. Sorry, go Four
1: years not long enough. <laughs> Please let me stay. <laughs> Uh, please <laughs> don't, I don't want to go back. I not go
3: What's the. I mean, I thought it was funny because when you first came back to Canada after being in America for a couple of months. You and I went to the our local sub shop, and we were getting some sandwiches made up, and we happened to look on the news, and there was a uh, a live feed of a moose on the loose, and that was like that was big, that was it big was, news was around Canada here. News. <laughs> it was on a highway; it was blocking traffic. <laughs> and that was like it was on all the channels. So, um, I guess like what what's been the most like American thing that you've seen? Um, you know, being being in a foreign land. Well, so I guess that
1: is—I don't live in what some people would consider true America or like the heart of America. Like, I live in a very coastal liberal elite city. I'm well aware of that. So, like, I feel a bit disappointed to be honest. I feel cheated. Like, i do don't—I haven't gotten any America. You
0: haven't, you haven't experienced the American dream yet. I gotta come down my neck of the woods, there, bud.
1: Yeah, yeah I need to get like, yeah. Like, even like when I went to Texas, I went to like the metropolitan part of Texas. Yeah, you went to yeah. <laughs> That's
0: like. Yeah. that's like that's not nice. texas at all
1: yeah yeah exactly like i saw like the density of whole foods was far higher than it should have been um,
0: a lot of those things there
1: yeah the minute i feel out of place i know i'm in a whole foods five dollars <laughs> an avocado well
3: boys gotta have toast <laughs> He's man you really have been oh, living in Boston. <laughs> What do you have to say about the swagger? I killed a man. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's it's, it's, that's silly guy. Yeah. That's <laughs> classic,
4: classic.
1: Honestly, classic swagger. You never know classic what he's
3: going to say sometimes. Moving beyond grocery stores, what's, uh, what's something? Yeah, right. Yeah, getting,
2: getting into the nitty-gritty here. Yeah. Guess,
0: anything, right? on, anything on the news, perhaps?
1: Uh, ooh. Mm. Oh, there's so much to not choose uh <laughs> so much to I don't actually get the news. um I only ever watch Tucker Carlson when I'm on the treadmill. I don't get it I, either. I, <laughs> I don't watch it. it Confuses me. It's
0: like yeah. so, yeah, a lot of words.
1: Some so of it's, it's in Spanish. can <laughs> go on. on the Fuck. It's like you no se pa.
0: You really were What's in techy, weren't
2: See, see. Is scaredo El Cinnamon twist.
1: <laughs> Nothing stereotypically American. Sorry, I I haven't even to be honest, I haven't even seen a gun in the in the last four years. You want one? I got
4: one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. There's your most <laughs> <best> American. <laughs> thing yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen gun
0: in four years. So you want uh, one? <laughs>
4: I was gonna
2: say before this started, the most American thing he's seen is probably. Be I was mean. gonna say now you <laughs>
3: now you have something to say when someone asks you. <laughs> yeah. <This> crazy beard <laughs> man, clinking clink. a beer, <laughs> yeah. offering me guns. It sounds like the wackest side quest. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I mean, the safe's right there. I mean, at least, least you keep pass. yours
3: in a safe. Well, at least they're safe yeah there you go like at least at least you keep yours in a safe i'm sure swagger just has his like skewed around the house no
2: no i got my glock on the bedside table
3: yeah but i mean you're also a trained professional (laughs) like we're we're talking
2: we're talking swagger here swagger with a firearm (laughs) terrifying oh
3: yeah
0: so what's the craziest thing you've done in like undergrad grad school doctor Ah. school
3: Doctor's go The one with the stethoscope doctor.
0: Yeah, the one you're like, bones.
3: <laughs> Do you want to tell the uh, the phantom story? Because I was hyping oh, up I the mean, story of the phantom. Really...
1: Oh, okay. I mean, it's not really much of a story. Back in grade 11 math class, there was a bathroom near our math room that was perpetually getting <laughs> shot in. Um, not, not shat in, shat on. <laughs> Uh, like every couple of days, we get a very angry notice from the janitor being like, somebody is literally shitting on the floor. Please stop. And apparently the rumor started spreading, much like the shit, uh, that it was the Phantom. Uh, and so it like it it took the school by storm, like a bad case of tacos. Uh, and so everyone was they're talking like, who's the Phantom? Is he like a modern day Robin Hood? He just shits on the floor for the people just yeah for the people i get like fight the system or something uh and everybody in my class knew who it was because like this dude would like need to go to the bathroom at the same time every day and consistently oh no the phantom strikes again at the same time in the same bathroom (laughs) Who?
3: that's that one's one of my all-time favorite uh daniel high school stories that and maybe do you want to share some of your lighting and sound stories because those ones are chef's kiss
1: so in high school i used to be part of the lightning and thunder sound team which is what we called ourselves we were tech crew doing musical theater but rock and roll Mm -hmm. but but rock and roll definitely um i don't know we just get up to shenanigans like uh oh one thing i like to do is like uh there was one time where we were you know what a cherry picker is? Like the, ah,
2: yeah. the ah. yeah.
1: yep. um one day like it was like in the middle of the day, nobody was around but the two of us. Uh my buddy was up changing lights and like it was lunchtime and I was hungry. And so I'm just like, Hey Saikin, are you cool up there? She's like, Oh yeah, just spot me. I'm just like okay, well I'll spot you on my way out. <laughs> so I, I took the cord that was powering the cherry picker and I just unplugged it and like of course it's like a cherry picker so it's pretty safe so like <laughs> there was there's no like a, there's a button that you can press where it'll it'll lower you without power so long as the security key is in the slot and so i had to make sure to remove the security key as well so he couldn't safely depower on his own and then i went there to lunch for an hour and a half <laughs> and had a really great like mcdonald's meal by myself um and just let him let him hang out um i did bring him back my fries because they were soggy um what a, what he was like... pretty hungry and so he appreciated it <laughs> i tried tossing them up to him one at a time none of them made it um and eventually i did let him down like another hour or so later um
3: like a fucking political prisoner <laughs> you come back with like moldy bread and you're like I mean, it out. Well, what's he gonna do like is he gonna scale down like this 30 foot tall tower <laughs> Some of your high school stories are just absolutely hilarious. Like about the time with the, with the uh, with the cardboard cutout or the uh, duct <laughs> the duct tape. Hand- oh yeah, I mean we just I mean I don't know.
4: In
1: high school, you guys just have fun with stuff. Like we had the lighting board in the back of the cafeteria because all the stage actors were on front, and so obviously it's pretty dark, so you can't really see what we're doing. Uh, and so during rehearsal one time, um, we took turns, and so while Sicken was doing his turn. I grabbed some cardboard, some crayons, and some duct tape, and I made a lifelike caricature of myself out of cardboard, (laughs) complete with beret, because I'm French. Um, And I set it up so that when it was my turn, if you looked back and you squinted, you could see an outline of me ghostly illuminated by the lights, and it looked as though I was working real hard. Um, And I would just set that up, like, whenever we had rehearsals. Because the teacher would call me so infrequently to actually do shit that I could, like, go and take a nap. But, of course, just my luck, the one day I, like, take, like, a three-hour-long nap by mistake (laughs) is, like, she needs a lighting change. And so she spent, like, a good five minutes calling back to, like, Daniel, change the lights, Daniel. And then, like, she made someone go over and, like, tell me to change them. I had to come back and be like, "He's not actually here." That was the cardboard cutout. <laughs> we don't know where Daniel is.
3: Just imagine the shenanigans of someone coming back at me and being like, uh, yeah, that's not him. That's just a cardboard cutout." Just like a <laughs> par- poorly been... made construction of him. <laughs> I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> it doesn't say much about my natural
1: beauty that like a cardboard cutout is a realistic reference. <laughs> One time we uh we got like a big order of duct tape, like hundreds of rolls. And so I figured like, we've got so many, so many rolls of duct tape. If I take a little bit off of each of these hundred rolls every day, no one will notice because they'll, they'll all look the same size. And so over the course of like our, our um, season for musical theater was like four months. So over the course of four months, I built an entire duct tape hammock um, using like steel tables <laughs> stolen from the lights to like reinforce it <laughs> to yeah, nap sure. on during my keto naps. And it was just, it was a beautiful system. You just string it up between two <laughs> girders, and you just sort of chill out. It was, it was great. By the end of it, like we got pretty irresponsible. Like we stole one of the TVs from like the musical theater, like props. Cause it actually worked. And like, we hit it into like the wall. I brought my Wii in. We beat Kirby's Dream Land, like four times <laughs> during class. And like the teachers just, it was just so little, um, oversight at the end of the day they'd be like hey guys what do you do today and we'd be like we looked at some lights i guess and be full marks <laughs> and then that was one of my like highest grades i submitted to um to go to undergrad it's so, like i got 98 in musical theater a plus no
3: big deal you gotta love that uh, like, uh <laughs> making cardboard cutouts and, and building hammocks out of duct tape got you to harvard it's uh it's quite the rags to riches story i tell you <laughs> but uh no daniel was always a resourceful resourceful kid uh, always always looking for an adventure and uh, i guess what i'm segueing to this is uh daniel, do you maybe want to go into some of your some of your childhood adventures in um in maybe sewer spelunking or um i don't know it's just any of the number of shenanigans you got up to uh around around where we were growing up uh sure well actually i had a question for you guys oh we've never had Can this you before. give
4: me
1: your most interesting story or like crazy thing you've done in like high school or
3: beyond. I have to give like Rednick a few, few minutes here. It's so long ago. Preface something that you thought wow. was going to be a good idea. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, in high school. So uh, our high school is massive. We had, I think, 3,000 people there when I graduated. Uh, so it was massive. Four stories, giant rooms everywhere. So the library was on like the second floor, which is technically the third floor, but also the second floor. Hard to explain, I'm not going to. So the library was there and during fire drills, it's kind of hard to like, you know, escape from the library because it's like, you have to go down like four sets of stairs, it's annoying. So they, had, they built in like a ladder system to go from the library, which is like 70 feet in the air to the ground floor. Uh and you don't show up anywhere on the school. You just go climb through the school like pipes. I don't know, it's weird. Uh, I went through it because I was a, I knew that there was gonna be fire drill the day, so I was like, hey, teach. Can I go to the library real quick? She's like, Yeah, sure. So I waited in the library until the fires were off. That was great. You had to climb down. That was awesome. Um but there was also a separate path that you could go to to go to the library. Not to the library, to the uh theater and that door never was used because why would you go there? So, needless to say, uh, people would go in there and, um, you know, do things. Boink. That high schools do. Yeah, boink, if you will. Uh, And so one time I went in there to get something because there was also like sort of a storage closet for the theater. So I went in there to get something and I found um, quite a pile of uh, condoms and also condom wrappers.
3: Oh, uh, wow. You know, yeah. as you would. Well, one and uh, one, yeah. Slightly used. Hey, yeah. least, at least they were using protection. Yeah, hey. Can't get mad at that. I mean, well, you, you probably can't. but you okay. It okay. a little okay. bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I kind of went in there, looked around there, not passed, and then just walked
3: out. Probably one of my favorite memories was in my first year of, of high school when um I was sitting there playing floor hockey in the gym, And you just hear this massive pound and this like really short ginger guy just like books it through the gym in a leprechaun costume and just says, they're always after me, Lucky Charms, clicks his heels and runs out, followed by like 30 people charging into (laughs) the gym with nets, chasing after this guy. And then periodically through the day, you'd be in class and you just hear someone slam against the door. You'd hear this guy like belting irish quotes and then like a crowd of people charging after him so that was that
2: was probably one of the craziest things say so how was that not the craziest thing
4: yeah like that, that, that was pretty
0: i just remember this one so in uh, senior year uh i was sitting in aquatic science and all of a sudden
4: <clears throat> we're, we're, it's like we're back this... yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, yeah it's like, we're, it's like right there. he's
3: setting the stage yeah. that's all it is <laughs>
0: So senior, year in in aquatic science, and uh, all of a sudden, I started to smell pot, and I'm like,
3: "Where can I get some?" Naturally,
0: who's gonna pass?
4: It's
0: <laughs> yeah. so my in class. My teacher <laughs> yeah. didn't understand what I meant, uh, and then everyone really else started smelling around the same time I did. So we were all kind of like, "Hey, what's up?"
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, come on, hook
3: That's up brother
0: it. up.
2: Yeah, and then uh um... yeah, swagger. Yeah, swagger. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Come right. on. You got some doinks.
4: <laughs>
0: you got some doinks, brother. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, needless to say, we were kind of like, whatever. My teacher was kind of like, "Is there a skunk somewhere?" <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. And we were
0: like, "Yeah." yeah
3: sure. That's what that is. Yeah.
0: So we found out later that day, or later the next day. I don't remember when. Uh, that apparently someone was smoking weed, uh, and blowing it into the vents. <laughs> I think that would disperse nicely. Uh it went through the entire school. Literally the entire school. Hi. Huh. Like people I was on the third floor, which is like the fourth floor. And people on like the first floor, which is like the zero floor, smelled tough.
2: Boxing at high school. Yeah, he's uh he's I don't know, this is hurting my brain. That's, like these uh, numbers just do up. It's got
1: a is in the mouth.
3: it's that's gotta be some sort of record.
0: They caught the guys who did
3: it too, of course they did. They probably followed the cartoon like smokestack did somebody smell bugles and then they like, follow the trail <laughs> <trailer laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i the trailer i of I, I i smell Funyuns. <laughs> where the fun Oh, uh, yeah honestly the yeah high school was was
2: was quite the time uh, redneck you you got anything High uh high school was a long fucking time ago but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? You mean like, like, what kind of crazy do you want? <laughs>
3: funny crazy, I guess. yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> not like, <laughs> uh... not like on prime night. Huh. I accidentally ran somebody over in my car. Well, I didn't. <laughs> something uh, you
2: didn't no, expect. Yeah, in
4: something
3: a in I a I funny know. way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta, gotta narrow that down a little bit. <laughs> didn't did, did you have a something kid? Isn't that Is something that's a little unexpected? <laughs> I wouldn't call that ha ha funny. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> it's more shock humor than funny.
4: I just I, I just love <laughs> right.
3: I just love that Daniel's like something unexpected and then I was like oh, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, i like, <laughs> well, guess who won?
2: Well, if you're thinking about if you're thinking about ha ha funny, I got one. It's a little it's ha ha funny, but it's a little gay. Uh, okay. Might be PG thirteen,
4: maybe. That's or, a, uh, we
2: we, we ride that line. <laughs> well, That's all okay. right. We were out uh we were out in the valley, and I was I was on uh, okay. guard uh with my, my my AG my assistant gunner. Um, it's like it's about two thirty in the morning, just you know dark. I was sitting there with our night vision, uh, just looking out, making sure nothing's going on. We're actually watching tracer rounds bounce around the hills out in the valley and then to our left like directly to our left is just a mountainside just a big mountain face and we hear this rumble like this just just a big rumble what the hell is that noise and just this wind comes over the mountaintop and the biggest freaking dust storm i've ever been in just blows through like i'm taking my poncho and like throwing it over the machine gun to keep it from getting just collecting all this dust or sand it's big sandstorm and my assistant gunner's like hunkered in the corner with his like beanie over his head and he's got his jacket up over him like this and I'm sitting there. I got my, I got mine up on the gun because I don't want it to get full of sand and possibly jam if we need it. And I'm just sitting there like this, just taking all this sand to the face. <clears throat> well, by the time it gets done, it's the end of our guard shift, and we go back. And I actually have a picture of me and my gunner after this happened, just brown from all this sand. Like, we'll the it here. just covered, <laughs> covered in sand. Um, and then we get back to our tent and it's these big, maybe about 15 to 20 person tents. Uh, so it's got, you know, big poles in the middle of it to keep it upright. And we get back there and it's kind of like leaning sideways from the wind and the sandstorm. And we get there. And they tell us that, oh yeah, the, when the sandstorm came through, it started blowing the, the big tent all around. And we had to all jumping up out of bed, trying to keep from falling over. But then we look over and Will, buddy, uh, buddy, his name's Williamson, but we just called him Will for short. He's over in the corner, butt ass <laughs> naked with a chem light in each hand which is like a glow stick okay. like a high-powered glow stick a chem light in each hand and one tied to his penis <laughs> Oh, he's sitting there swinging these chem lights and helicoptering at the same time in the middle of a sandstorm at three in the morning as the tent is falling over <laughs> And he's just like,
3: <laughs> like... The, the Taliban's like looking through, they're like, what the, what, what is that?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, are we on the, the right dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... are <we> the best? <laughs> that's probably, that's probably <laughs> yeah. the,
2: the most ha-ha funny moment <laughs> that's that happened on deployment. Like that. Nope. Uh, they were deploying some oh, different kind of yeah. helicopter. So how do you know he didn't summon oh, yeah. a sandstorm? He,
4: could
2: have <laughs> he might have. He was a, he was a weird son of a bitch. Some he sort of like have. shaman no, no. technique. He's blowing in like the other direction. Stop it. he <laughs> like, like lighting things on fire. Oh yeah, you, you're spinning the wrong way. You're going to blow it that way. Like, you're bringing it in. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you God. just have to go from suck to blow, you
3: know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, is
2: baseballs reference? <laughs> that was a baseballs reference. Yes.
4: yes.
2: She's gone from suck to blow.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: when you started telling that story, I was like, this is the guy with the penis, isn't it? <laughs> because yeah. I've heard yeah, it before. Yeah, the guy with the penis in the uh, helicopter <laughs> so i guess uh speaking of uh of crazy wild stories in in um, foreign sandy places daniel would you like to maybe expand a bit on your uh your trip to mexico because i know that that was quite the quite the time and yes personal that was a wonderful segue <laughs> oh, <it> was... <laughs> uh, it was... am i wrong yeah, it was am i wrong good. it was no, a, no, it, it was a good. foreign country with sand
0: I thought and, I was dumb at first, and then I was okay. like, no, that's, that's smart dumb. Yeah. That's Moose brand dumb.
3: We're on brand. We're good. The, the, the higher-ups will like this joke. Can I defer? Because uh, thinking of, of, of,
1: uh, of naked people, um, as I often do.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to traditions. say.
1: Crazy traditions. <laughs> um, do you guys know of any crazy traditions in like any of your workplaces or schools that you've been to? Um, crazy start- traditions. Yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, military traditions like that. I, I assume that <laughs> that's now become a tradition. Now, every time okay. there's a sandstorm.
3: Yeah, it's to ward it off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for good luck. Damn it! Like an anti-rain dance. <laughs> 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 Nothing but dust shall be copped that, up that's today. A, that's a
1: make-it-stain dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, every year in October um, at Harvard, there's something called Primal Scream, um, which is. All of the, it's usually males. I don't think I've ever seen any females. I definitely would have noticed if there were. Ew. Uh, all the males. <laughs> Ew. No, he said here, hey,
4: oh. um, Stripped,
1: <laughs> uh, Stripped down to their nothing and run 10 miles around the Harvard campus in a continuous loop while screaming. And it's called primal scream. Um, one thing I that walk They walk
2: around the campus. Ten miles while screaming <laughs> <Wiggle> and run. <laughs> it's it's not for the faint ten of
4: heart. Ten miles and not ten for miles.
3: I like that it's not even the the nudity that's throwing redneck off.
2: It's like well, that's a that's a lot of running. Wow, man, that's so much
0: I've running. Done,
2: I've done twelve mile marches, ten miles running while naked, just screaming. Nah, I'm good, man. I don't think they I'm scream good. the whole time. Oh. I hope they don't. <laughs> yeah, <it's kind> of... <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't say I've ever joined them. But I do, I appreciate the effort. One thing that they like to, or I guess when they take breaks, because I don't think they run continuously, um, there's a, a famous like statue of John Harvard in the main like campus. Um, and it's tradition amongst tourists that you go and you rub his right foot for good luck, especially like if you have an exam, students do it too. Uh, and so an inside joke that uh, a lot of the undergrads have is like, well, they'll climb up while they're nude, and they'll like all, all they'll take turns, and they'll all pee on the foot. Oh, that's a different oh. From where I had. No, <laughs> uh, not as, not as fun. I don't know if they do other things to the statue. The I other, the other foot. The other it, foot. it's a safe, safe space. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they take a whole lot of joy every time they see tourists like rubbing this foot, because like they all know what happens to that foot. That <laughs> right there. I
3: own, I, paid there. I own that. I own my that. My property. Yeah, more <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Um, I can't think of anything like that. I feel like there's definitely in hockey there's a few stuff like that. I remember we were on a tournament one time and a couple of lads were running around the hotel naked. Uh I remember I came into the um my buddy Aiden and I, we came into the Steam Room. Uh and there were a couple a couple of the our goalie, one of our defensemen and our centermen. They were just sitting in there, uh, Captain Morganing on the on the bench in this in the in the sauna. And then that prompted a breakout uh like water polo game. Uh we were we were not skins, uh, because it, it had already been established who was skins and who was not. Um so that that was probably the craziest like naked tradition that I can think of. Just a lot of the guys on the hockey team were running around naked. Or like it's very like in hockey. It's really common, like in the locker room, somebody like come out like buck ass naked and just like fuck around with that. Um, but other than that, I can't really think of much. Uh, I mean, think? I didn't,
1: I didn't have to make it naked. You just tradition.
2: Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. you yeah. said that's kind of what you uh, went with. Get your I thought head out of the gutter. I, I, this is, this is, I, I thought you well, said naked I wonder, tradition. I know where he's started. thinking of. too this much in the, the gutter.
4: Yeah,
3: i thought you said specifically been, naked guys it's been months all right it's, it's, it's been a <laughs> time, while times are tough him, okay time, Ta- times are tough uh, all raise round. okay i'll t- take what you can get got penis on the brain my bad that's the first time yeah not the last time. <laughs> does anyone have any does anyone have any uh any uh penis related, stories? Penis related or not apparently let's not dismiss penises out of hand
4: yes <laughs>
3: Let's, just keep, let's keep them firmly in hand, actually. That's totally on the table right now. All right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's... Again, so, very... firm. so firm. Yeah. Very on-brand for us.
2: Oh no, guys, this is getting really hard to do. I don't know. But, uh, God ugh. damn it. We're
3: rubbing up against our limit. God. I don't know. I, I want to keep going, but I don't want to give Percival the shaft on this one. Really like busting my chops here. Busting your balls. Ah. Um, I'll bust your job. <laughs> <laughs> scuff, scuff, by yeah, the way. Scuff, by uh, the way, <laughs> yeah. Sp-
2: sponsored by Scuff today. See, I think we have to like have that as a warning before every podcast. Yeah. Like this may be the most Scuff thing you've ever seen. And you know what's funny <laughs> is that
3: Swagger's not even here. And you already know that if Swagger was... Oh, sorry. If Swagger was felt um, more like talking a bit more today, you'd know that conversation would have been like... Brought a whole other level, swag swag oh, oh yeah, that is that's 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 a questionable boy right there. But I don't feel weird talking about it right in front of him because what is he? Look at him. He's he's a twig. What's he gonna do? He he's gonna stand he's, up.
4: He's
2: a, not gonna do anything. He's,
0: he's literally falling over right now, looking at him Can't even can't and, even support uh, himself. I don't look I don't at him want the smoke right now. Smoke right now. No, he's, he's going to sleep.
2: He's going to sleep. Not he's even ready, ready for. He's it tired. He's, he's tired. tired. He's, he's tired. Rough day. He's a rough day.
0: He's he's you know lost his job and all the things. Yeah, and
3: now he can't eat apparently. Uh, so no, no one has any wacky traditions. Right now, there's got to be some sort of like wacky military tradition that like tradition. grunts go through.
0: <laughs> um, oh, I have one. A friend that doesn't have one.
2: No, go ahead. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So this is the thing in my church. Uh, well, when I went to this uh, part of the church, in the like, uh, you had to be like middle school and high school to be in this part. So, uh, it was kind of a tradition, kind of just like a game that we played. <coughs> and it's called The Secret Game. And uh, I cannot tell you the rules, or else the next time I play, I will be punished. So, basically, you get strikes, and if you get strikes, the council comes together and decides what your punishment will be. It sounds very cult-like.
4: And... <laughs> yes. Yes, it does.
0: So, the, the council decides... Uh, I can tell you some of the things that I've had to do because I got a strike. Uh, so one of the things that the council decided was that I would get baby birded, which, uh, if you don't know what baby bird is, it's basically someone
4: takes a bird. yeah,
0: them, yeah. yeah. Spits it into your mouth. Uh, I, uh, unfortunately there were chocolate brownies there. <laughs> oh no, I'm allergic to chocolate. No. <laughs> So I got a chocolate brownie baby bird. Uh. Uh, was an experience to lay on the lay on the couch and uh. put my mouth and have another man
3: <laughs> feed me. <laughs> shit in my mouth. Well, it's it's just imagine that's what it looked and felt like. You see, he's sick about scared. it now. You can you can tell he's very upset about this. It you with the holy spirit. It's cool.
2: Yeah, it brings up some bad memories. Yeah, it it it, 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 Cole, it, but, it, uh, it gets him very much. It dredges up a lot of. It got him in tears. He can't even think about it right now. I'm well, sorry. Hopefully, it
1: doesn't bring up more brownies. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm, 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 I'm sorry I'm we brought you. In same way. I'm sorry we brought you to this point. I didn't I didn't mean to trigger anything.
4: It's okay. First thing, uh,
2: the first thing I'm making on the trip is brownies. <laughs> and
3: then, and then the, <laughs> oh, yeah. on, the only, the if only uh, caveat will be we have to baby bird them to Bersal. Hey, I
0: think
2: they're, uh, the, you know, brownies, uh. Oh. Oh, baby Then he oh, doesn't. The you know does actually never made those brownies. You never
0: made those brownies?
2: That surprises like no. me. No. Hell, I've barely even had those kind of brownies. They don't, oh. they don't really do much to me.
0: Really? All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's not because I, I stay
2: perpetually <laughs> like.
4: There's only I so much it could do. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, uh, uh, come on now. <laughs>
3: it's a half-baked idea. God. Daniel, you've seen quite a quite a bit of traditional stuff. I mean, you saw um, original cave paintings down in the sewers, with your with your uh, barefooted samurai blade wielding friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I can. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. <laughs>
1: basically when you're in high school you get up to 100 degrees so one day uh my buddy and i uh, were like walking along in a park and we come across a um like you know like you have a road and there's like an underpass or not an underpass but like it was basically like a bridge and under the bridge there was like a river Hmm. or like i guess a creek Uh, and then there was this big cavern at one end of the creek under the under the road and my buddy's just like hey why don't we go into the cavern and see what's what and just like see what's no it's not stupid not uh, seeing
3: any horror movies at this point
1: <laughs> it was like waist deep water it wasn't like we were just like traipsing around and he's just like no nah, no nah, it's fine i've got a light and i'm just like well if you've got a light like let's go and he waits until like we're like pretty far in and it's pretty dark to be like yeah i'll just turn the backlight on my ipod touch to max and we'll be good because it was back in the day where like cell phones didn't really exist, and so you, what you would do is you would just put the white you would you'd take a picture of a white image <laughs> on your iPod Touch, and you would turn up the uh, screen brightness to max, and that would be your flashlight.
3: The prehistoric times. <laughs> it was
1: it was there were dark days literally. literally. <laughs> and so we kept on walking into this cavern until eventually we got like this big metal pipe, and so like we hauled ourselves in and what we discovered was like at least three or four miles of subterranean labyrinth going underneath our city. I think they were like water overflow tubes. Uh, and so we just spent the whole afternoon exploring. Uh, I mean, they were pretty scary. There were some where like, you'd be going through the tunnel like this, and then there'd be like vertical tubes that would just go straight down. For like six years, like you oh. couldn't see how far they went no.
4: and they were oh. just
1: big enough that like they were like shoulder width apart like shoulder wide no. just the perfect <laughs> amount yeah if you fell in there was no coming back up also they were full of water oh yeah so like if you went down like also your buddy's not gonna be able to pull you back up <laughs> who's gonna
3: hold the ipod
1: <laughs> that, that's the only problem andrew literally the only problem uh and so we'd keep going and every now and again there'd be like platforms where like you'd have to like climb up a ladder and go to the next one and there'd be like metal support structures. And so in some of these metal support structures we found like bed frames with mattresses. Cause I guess people would like live down there in these like subterranean labyrinths. <laughs> uh and we'd keep on going. Eventually like we got into like this kind of big like cavern. And, like, we looked up, and there were, like, demon images sprawled out in, like, spray paint along the wall. And, like, this big mural to, I guess, the KJ crew is what they called themselves. The KJ. Um, like, KJ. Your KJ, KJ crew, crew if you're watching
3: this, yeah, hit us up, you know? We'll get you on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Word. Be a homie. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's how and we so, appeal like,
1: Apparently, there were, like, street gangs who would hang out in these underground sewers and, like, I guess just chill. One of my buddies suggested that they hotbox and that we should experiment to see if they actually did do that. I said, you want to go in an enclosed area with low oxygen and burn it
4: all? <laughs>
1: Count me in. Um, so we did not hotbox down there. I was, I was not confident in our ability to get out, especially while well high. <laughs> is this the way up? I don't know. Really? This is a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I think I it's see a light, to man. <laughs> yeah. Might it be upside like a Narnia, man, or like the convenience store. It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh so he didn't do that although one of my buddies did like there was a vertical tube or a horizontal tube that like went to another area that was like literally like two feet in diameter and he like squeezed himself through and like yeah it was like he was like doing like this <laughs> all the way through this tube and like he gets in there and he's just like Hey, I think I'm near the road. Like, come come with me. I need help lifting this manhole cover. And like, I didn't come help at all. No, no. no. Like hell no. Like you got yourself there. You can figure out either you come back or you're or you're staying there. I'll send help.
4: You're I'll a mole person. In
2: the
3: You're a mole person. Now that's just, that's just what it is. It's what life gave you. Eventually, he like
1: he 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 like shimmed his way back into the main room. And, like, we kept on going, and eventually we reached the end. Uh, and, like, I don't know if any of you guys have spent any time in sewers, <laughs> but in, in, the, in the shows, they always, like, especially like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're, like, popping manhole covers left, right, and center. Those things are heavy. That's, mm-hmm. like, a good 60 or 70 pounds. Uh, it, take, it took both of us, like, pushing. It was, like, woot, woot. <laughs> we can't breathe. Uh <laughs> We, we raised the roof and uh and got <laughs> i guess in america they'd say the roof but we ended up like eventually like once we got like used to the scary part of it and we confirmed that the kj crew had vacated at least for the summer <laughs> we came back and like we installed like nice drone lights vacation. everywhere we put caution tape all over all of the uh all the vertical tubes and so nobody fell in It was a pretty.
3: Sweet they, they, they braided up, and that that was your friend with the samurai sword correct yeah, he, he was, like, he was Irish.
1: I don't know how that makes a difference. He had, like, 12 oh. brothers and sisters. They all lived in a farm. It's, like, it bust-in because he lived, like, in the middle of the farmland. He was known for, like, having several swords. I suspect he forged them, but never thought to ask. And, like, he would, like, he wasn't able to bring them to school, unfortunately, but he would tell us about <laughs> the things he would cut with them. He was, like, he was, like, this really big jacked Irish dude who would just go around doing... And I don't know, like I don't know, Irish
3: redneck thing If I'm allowed to say <laughs> that, hey, redneck. That's a redneck. That's basically the same stuff, except he does it with guns. Yeah. Um. So, was that the same guy who declared war on you, or was that a different individual? No, no. We agreed that one day we'd meet on the moon,
1: and we would have some battle of some sort. <laughs> Unclear when that's going to happen. I think he's in contact with Elon. On Noske, the
2: moon.
3: I'm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> and what was it submitted. what was it when he he emailed you a few years after you graduated oh yeah he texted me in like my second year of
1: undergrad with like detailed uh <laughs> like like electric mechanical plans for a radio a pirate radio station that he was engineering asking if i was willing to contribute my expertise <laughs> in the field um and i told him thanks but no thanks the nsa has my number <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I just like to <laughs> i'd like to colorfully imagine that there's like some power ranger-esque giant irish guy walking around with a sword and a pirate radio station and there's just there's an hbo show somewhere there and we haven't we haven't jumped uh, on that yet sounds like fallout like, he,
1: <laughs> he should he was he was my hero ah for one one time for english class we had like uh, we had to do presentations where like we had to bring in a prop to do our presentations and so he was doing um, a bit about Shakespeare, and so he wanted to have an example of something from, from Shakespeare. Uh, like a... So his, his, his goal or his, his project was to like, come up with a concrete example of something from Shakespeare. And so what he did instead was he came to school one day during lunch, because uh, he usually didn't come to school on time. Uh, And he asked me if I knew the tech teacher, and I said, sure. So I went to the tech teacher, and I borrowed a large mallet and a chisel. And we met in the back of the school, and he had carried from home a 40-pound concrete slab. (laughs) And over the course of an hour during lunch, we chiseled out the word um, example onto the (laughs) slab. And then we brought it to class. He throws it down on the table and says, project complete. (laughs) It's I have a... brought you a concrete example.
3: God, wow. He, he could have killed you. Oh, it like, the, Just... the story
1: could have ended there. He it, it was dedication.
3: You realize that, you, you, brought, that you brought a man <laughs> who's known to carry many a weapons and who has knowingly declared war on you, a mallet and a chisel, and f- went, basically stood alone with him at the back of the school where no one knew where you were.
1: I mean, I hung out with him in an underground cave uh, no. for like four hours. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Now that he thinks about it. Exactly. That, uh, there okay. are many, many, many opportunities to do away with me, and he didn't.
3: He to this day. Not yet. Waiting. <laughs> wait until war breaks out. To yeah, he declared war. Yeah, Can't wait until the moon. The moon
1: you don't know when. Okay. I'll ask a metaphysical question if that's okay. Oh, we're getting existential. Oh, yeah. Well, not metaphysical, uh... Philosophical. What do you think
3: is the ultimate goal of humanity? Questions as deep as these, I usually like to to put it with someone who can carefully articulate um these kinds of things. So we're we're gonna send it off to Swagger here. Swagger. Yeah. G- go on, buddy.
4: Uh, the monkey blood tattoo
3: <laughs> oh god swagger come on that's that's oh, come that's come completely on, ridiculous like, Mike, can't uh, Jesus can't no cover him yeah, get come out here, of come like. Mike. i'm really man. Man, i'm really sorry about that we brought you on here we didn't i didn't expect swagger to flap the handle like that i'm sorry let's see what we have to deal with today <laughs> honestly this is why we have four or five lawsuits outstanding it's just it's, it's a time it's a time um i guess to sort of tackle the question a little bit here i i, I don't think anyone really knows you know it, it's it's quite tough um I would say humanity's goal is to I think I would say the overall goal of humanity is to survive and thrive Um, thrive yeah yeah. that's what I was going to say was thrive because it dominates everything that we do right like in just about any aspect both individually and like as a group everyone's just trying to survive everyone's trying to to thrive and to to kind of gain as much as they can um you know cuz you could you could argue that while well, the the world wars weren't like an argument to survive but i would argue that they were an opportunity to thrive right these were countries fighting for you know to thrive whether wrongly or rightfully but, right
2: but you have to think like your main goal like as not really just as like a human being but as just a like a living thing like a better word a creature yeah is to survive Uh, like you think of all the new technologies nowadays is more or less distractions from the main goal of just trying to prosper and survive. Yeah. Uh, whether it be just you yourself surviving as long as you can, or you helping humanity as a whole survive. So yeah, I think I think the long term would just be to survive.
4: Yeah. I, I concur with that.
2: <laughs> like, that's...
4: This,
3: this is the most introspective the podcast has ever gotten. Percival, would you care to chime yeah. in?
4: Yeah. Uh,
0: I think humanity's main goal is uh to bigger forever.
2: Mm. Bicker? Bigger? Would definitely. you would
3: you necess- I would say that's less of a goal, more of an inherent characteristic. No, I think that's you think goal. it's the goal is to bicker it? i mean we could say goal and we could say destiny purpose yeah. or like oh,
1: okay. in which case percival's point is well taken yeah things don't <clears throat> necessarily
3: have yeah. to have a goal interesting whereas yeah it's like what, what's it going to end up like? yeah i guess that you could say like it's an innate nature and you could tag that into with what, what rodnick and i were saying and that like the innate nature of humanity is to survive but to percival's point the innate nature is to bicker to squabble and to fight right um and i think honestly that sometimes kind of comes into laying back into what redneck are saying about like living and prospering right like people will bicker about you know quality of resources land uh and those kinds of things right um and also because you know no one agrees with each other right i think that's again like you said personal mm-hmm. just kind of inherent um yeah so I think that's interesting, Yeah, What are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, I don't really.
1: Uh, it's something I, I like to ask because, like, I, I look backwards at like human evolution and how we got to where we are, and so I, I always think it's interesting to think about, like, well, so if you ask this question to, like, I don't know, like an early, like a Neanderthal or something, assuming they they could talk, probably maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, if they could, but mm-hmm. what? what what answer would they give like would they say we're just going to keep on surviving like we've been hunting and gathering we've been like using stone tools and spears this whole time we're just going to keep on doing that for the rest of ever Mm. um like i I guess people always look in the Mm -hmm. in the moment but then could they have predicted that we'd be where we are today
3: i think that's an interesting point because you could argue like we say we're such a developed society and how far we've come and such but i clearly our primary motivations at like thought processes hasn't really changed other than just survive sustain and again like prosper or bicker right prosper. like yeah, yeah like no, nothing's really changed in that sense Um, uh, going back a couple centuries but even like you said you know even like to the neanderthal right like similar answers would have been just survive see tomorrow um which i guess begs the question of like when do you think we would see that change and if so what would be an adequate answer for where humanity should go because we've already established that humanity we we very much think the same of humanity as to what the goal is now as we would have thousands of years ago
1: but no not necessarily because like you mentioned like the goal is to like, for example, the goal today is to like survive and like bicker and stuff. Uh, again, somebody a thousand years ago said the same thing, but we're very different today than we are then. And so I guess my point is that the, it's, a, it's a moving target. I picked up on the example of bickering. Like, yes, we have wars and we skirmish, but that has not been true since like the dawn of time. There was a time when we weren't having like large scale
2: wars and fighting. um Yeah. So, but, did, well, so... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You're dead in. Getting... No, please, please. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm on. just waxing. Well, I was stupid. just gonna add like uh, the wars and the fighting that that really it that still breaks down to just the basic instincts as a human of just trying to trying to survive yeah and i also think you uh, could
3: even put it into like um wanting more and wanting to like reddick was saying or wanting, like prosper prospering yeah
2: dread yeah. yeah. the wars pretty much come from like hey you have that resource you're not going to give it to me so i'm going to take it and make Too bad. my people my people better yeah uh it's it's really all about gaining an upper hand over others so i think uh, you could probably argue to make sure that oh, your yeah your people your community your following is able to survive and prosper over another to um, uh, gain. Um, I keep talking; it just keeps coming out, <laughs> and i trying kind to of stop. But I, 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 I think that was this, that was Daniel's experience in Mexico. To,
0: uh,
2: yeah, just, just just trying to gain sustainability and keep pretty much just keep your life or the life of your following or your people just going. Yeah. As long as as long as long you can or as long as your resources will allow you to.
3: See, I think you could even take like a technologically determinist point of view in that, like your point out yeah, that we didn't have global wars and that kind of stuff. But however, if you take a like a technologically determinist point of view, in that we didn't necessarily have the technology to wage such war, mm-hmm. right? Because like with the advent yes. of naval and aircraft, we now have the ability to reach farther lands, identify resources, and proceed to you know commit like to go to war with these sort of places and try and go for those resources when maybe in Neanderthal times. It was not as.
2: Yeah, they. It wasn't. The opportunity wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have the ability to cover that much ground. Yeah. Like this. So they kept it more local, less large scale. Yeah. So you
3: could argue maybe. And I would even say that, like, just because they. I I would would assume that they would do the same thing. Like, if you've seen a a rival tribe that is closer to the shoreline and has easier access to fish, right? And you're a starving tribe. Um, That is, you know, foraging for for fruits and berries and stuff. And it's not... Berries. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to attack the tribe with the fish to establish yourself
2: and better off your people. Yeah. Try to either take their fish or take their area to gain your own spot. Yeah. So I think... It's all about trying to thrive and survive. Yeah. So I think that
3: that kind of stuff would be inherent um, because I think greed... Uh, well, not necessarily greed, but um, again, just this need to survive and to better one's standing, uh, both as an individual and as a unit, has always been around. Because you see the same thing with like jealousy, right? People want to improve their their social standings through like with jealousy, right? Like killing each other to better their position in in parliament, in political rings, and that kind of stuff, right? So I think that that's always kind of um been inherent uh motivation for for humanity. Hmm. you guys have really well thought out
4: we do okay that was we, not we do okay at all <laughs> that was just... Just it, it's, it's important
2: to,
1: to stop back every now and again and like have big brain thoughts because big brain thoughts are interesting How
3: big brain thoughts hurt my head it's, it's, it's not often out here that we get uh we <laughs> yeah. we we think too introspectively, but it's a, it's a nice change of pace. Because I I think what a lot of people don't realize about us is that uh, you know beyond us being funny, meme men, um, you know we we do actually have some sort of like social awareness of situations and culturally speaking, and you know we we have opinions that it can be carefully formulated and articulated. Um, you know exactly. You're not you're
1: not just. You're you're a person inside, you're not just a personality. You can't make a personality without a person.
3: There you go. Put it on a t shirt. But if you're
2: not either, <laughs> uh, but, uh, what happens then? Like swagger. Like swagger for example. <laughs> I don't know. He's He's a creature. He's he? He, <laughs> he is he's very monkey like. Um yeah, I make mistakes. It's true yeah he's going back in the evolution scale
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: is what he's doing. <laughs> he's 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 been going back for a
3: while though. Um do, do you think we answered your question? I mean it's kinda of hard to have an yeah. answer but do yeah. you think we uh,
1: I think yeah up? I just wanted to like push you guys to big brain thoughts because yeah. I think yeah. especially late at night is when big brain thoughts should happen.
2: It's very true. It's it's very not. true. It's really but... you should thinking after about 6 or 8 beers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what loosens up the big brain thoughts. That, yeah, that that's what gets me going, you yeah, know. Yeah.
4: I
3: got
2: to I got to loosen up first.
3: This 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 cultural theory was sponsored by Bush. Thanks, Bush. <laughs> um I'm good with that one yeah. <laughs> that's a spot that's a sponsorship i can hey, get behind, that's I can get behind. <laughs> so we, we've got redneck with bush we have got swagger with the anal cream we just gotta nail something for
4: for uh, personal uh, and i we have yeah.
2: bush and anal cream go for you don't want to ask go together. about that
4: Daniel? I don't. <laughs> I think
3: the
1: time I play myself
3: at
2: Well,
3: make a long story short, Swagger had anal fissures, and he's not afraid to
4: talk Ow, about it. Talk oh, yeah.
1: I didn't need to know that. Now I need to go to bed and, and go to bed with that. So.
4: <laughs> That's the last thing you think about. It's okay.
3: To quote Swagger, his butt's okay now. So uh, we're
4: good.
1: Okay.
3: Well, I was worried. Now I'm less
4: worried. He yeah, keeps
0: like- going.
3: <laughs> I gotta double down.
0: Keep going. We're very aware of social
3: situations. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile. Swagger's so
0: butt ripped open. <laughs> yeah.
3: oh. To quote Swagger, he was literally ripping no, ass. No, 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 Stop
0: quoting Swagger.
3: Uh, well, I guess never, someone tore him a new. Never quote yeah. Swagger. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> what he said, too. He was like, I literally tore myself a new asshole. <laughs> so, anyway uh scuffed podcast by the way this is a good one very I mean, it was, cool. it was nice chatting very with you guys hopefully there's
1: me. enough material there
3: uh yeah this was this was uh another guest interview at uh, this time obviously a, v- a little bit different as we interviewed my brother not a not a streamer or gamer as we used to happen out here on the show but obviously uh, a lot of fun having him on and uh daniel i'd like to i'd like to thank you and i'm sure the other guys are very very happy that we got you out here oh yeah because uh, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I was definitely looking forward to getting you here on the podcast, and I think uh, i like
2: to think that you had fun as well.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. But nice meeting everyone. Yeah. Uh, oh
2: yeah, it was it was real good actually. Good. Uh, meeting the brother that he yeah. talks about all the it's time. Like putting, yeah. putting, putting putting a face. A, I also hear you guys on the Twitch, but
1: I don't see you on the stream, so it's nice putting a face to a name.
2: Yeah. Uh, there you go.
1: Because like you guys are usually playing games, and they usually don't show faces.
3: Yeah. It's also like fun because like I'm always telling my brother about like the stupid shit we get up to. So it's again it kind of similarly, it's like nice to put a face to and a personality to mm-hmm. to the person because that's it's just a bit of a tying into what we were talking about there. Um, but yeah, on behalf of uh, myself and everybody else in the Sharber Crew, we'd like to formally thank you, Dan, for coming out to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and okay, i'll uh, expect my check in the mail yeah there you go yeah we'll, we'll get that it's okay i expect my check in the mail too it's not coming so anytime we soon got your, uh, we got your we got your iou coming yeah, in hot we'll get you we'll get you a we'll get you a, <laughs> we'll get you a sample of bush and anal cream there you go well
1: That's- between you and biden i got some good cash coming in so <laughs> <Yeah. thank you. laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i don't i don't get any from him. And, and we cap
3: it with a nice hot political joke deal coming in hot <laughs> but uh <laughs> the redneck likes that one anyway, hopefully um, not too hot they won't let me into work <laughs> and a COVID joke look at that damn with all the topical humor <laughs> anyway. just not the topical cream <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> anyway uh, ladies and gentlemen we uh, hope you enjoyed it's... this episode of the cast. Uh we had a lot of fun obviously again this is available if you're listening to it on Spotify it's available on YouTube and likewise it's available on Spotify and uh yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast for for myself canadian moose this is uh me signing out
0: i'm personal i'll see you next time all
2: right y'all. here's the evil redneck y'all have a good night uh oh and swagger would you like to say goodbye
4: oh hello yeah y'all have a good <laughs> night yeah
2: <laughs> there there we go Man. there he is <laughs> make him a wave wave to the camera <laughs> wave to the camera swagger wave to the camera <laughs>
4: <laughs> for uh
3: for context for all the spotify listeners who have been listening to this point uh you know you might have missed out on it but uh swagger obviously wasn't here for this episode unfortunately um and uh, so we decided to strap on a cutout of him in very daniel style fashion uh very on we decided to uh slap a picture of him onto tim tholomew and uh, have him as a stand-in uh so that's where a lot of the a lot of the jokes came in so obviously again explaining for some of the spotify viewers who uh aren't able to to see that Good morning, and if I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening,
1: and good night.
3: Beautiful. That's good. That's good. Yeah. wonderful. Know, look look at there. that. We covered all the time zones of that one. But uh, anyway, guys, this has been the Shiber Crew. This is the Schreiber Cast, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Take it easy.
4: Bye!